The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the fifth chapter. When Jesus had crossed in a boat again to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue officials, Jairus by name, came there. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is about to die. Come and place your hands on her, so she will be healed and live. Jesus went with him. A large crowd was following him and crowding around him. A woman was there who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet it benefited her nothing. Rather, she had grown worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she had been saying, if I can only touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, the flow of her blood was dried up, and she knew in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, knowing in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? But he looked around to see the one who had done this. Then the woman, with fear and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue official saying, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? But Jesus, ignoring what was said, said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid, only believe. And he did not permit anyone to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the synagogue official, and Jesus saw a commotion with people weeping and wailing loudly. Upon entering, he said to them, Why are you making such a commotion and weeping? The child has not died, but is sleeping. And they began to ridicule him. But when he had put them all out, he took the father of the child and her mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. And taking hold of the child's hand, he said to her, Talitha kum, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. And the little girl got up at once and began to walk, for she was 12 years old. And immediately they were utterly amazed. And Jesus strictly ordered them that no one should know about this. And he told them to give her something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the living word of God. Through the stories of scripture, we hear God's word through the gospel author. And we also hear our stories in these stories. We bring our experiences, our lives to the scripture each week. And the word of God comes to life in our own. And this day, I cannot help but hear this text speaking truth 
about the experiences of God's healing and of all the places we have been healed and are healing from the closest, most personal, rooted pains of life and the places where harm has been caused and harm has been received. We dwell in this living word as a source of God's healing. And I want us to live in this story, in the balm of God's healing touch. God, who claims us as beloved, also moves us forward towards life we know in God. Before the healing happens, though, there is always a place of break. It's a painful rupture. It's hurt and it's injury. Our gospel story today begins in the details of that break and the rupture. We begin in the moment of heartbreak with Jairus, the dad who is frantic to find Jesus to heal his daughter. His heart is breaking open before us, breaking open in front of Jesus and in front of a crowd. He falls in front of Jesus and begs him. The unimaginable is happening. In moments where the unimaginable things happen, like when a spouse dies or your heart breaks open, we yearn to feel the presence of God. And Jesus, in this man's life, goes with him. The crowd goes too. The crowd is everywhere, it seems, in this part of Mark, following Jesus around as he does his work of healing. In the accidental and haphazard way of a crowd, as bodies bump up against each other, there is a woman, a woman whose body has been suffering for 12 years. Our scripture says that under the care of experts, she has spent all she had, and still she has found no cure. And as a woman who had suffered a discharge of blood for 12 years, she would have been on the outskirts. In Levitical purity laws, menstruating bodies were unclean and dead bodies were also unclean. There were rules around the body's processes of life, and these rules considered certain bodies ritually clean or unclean. In uncleanness, there was a separation, a distance between self and other, self and community, and what is life-preserving and life-giving and what is not. This woman, living with a discharge of blood, likely wasn't able to enter the temple and worship with her community. And anything she touched would have become ritually unclean. In the middle of the crowd, in the middle of many people, she reaches out to touch the cloak of Jesus. And her touch breaks all things that protect clean from unclean, holy from unholy. And she is cured just by the power of touch with God with us. But the healing takes place when Jesus stops. He notices and he pays attention to the power that flowed out from him. And he looks to see, to recognize, and to stand face to face with a person who has encountered him. With fear and trembling and with freedom from this disease, she steps forward and falls to his feet and he recognizes her and she is healed. Jesus claims her daughter, child of God. The healing that happens not only mends her body to health, but restores her relationship to the community and overcomes the separation that she had lived with for 12 years. 
She further belongs to God, is named as daughter, and restored to relationship of family with Jesus. In our story, even while Jesus is still speaking, people bring news of the young daughter that is dead. And Jesus ignores what was said and continues on with a much smaller crowd. He goes inside with a few of his companions, the mother and the father of the daughter, and grasps the child's hand. Little one, get up. There are times I want to drop into the story, even into the middle of the crowd, and feel myself bump up against other people, to feel the press of the crowd and the energy moving everyone forward on this great healing path. I want to know what the touch of a hand on Jesus' cloak feels like and feels what it's like for Jesus' own hand to touch mine, to bring life from death. And there are times I so desperately want to live in the encounter of God with us, of the God who restores body to health, restores relationship and community, restores life from death. I want to feel the touch of God's hand on my own and feel God lifting me up to life with God. And I want to also have the boldness to reach out in the places that I, have, that I know have the power of God's healing. And God's healing is so different than anything else on this earth. Jesus talks about the moments in this story as places of faith. In these moments in our scripture, faith feels more like grasping at something more than is just possible through human healing. Faith feels like accompaniment through the unimaginable. And faith feels like the grace of God that washes over you, that flows into you, that claims you as beloved, as a child of God, that grasps and grips your hand and calls you back to life. To me, faith in this gospel feels like God's encounter with us all. And this encounter and this touch of God, we experience the possibilities of rising to new life. And little one, get up. And we experience the possibilities of living with compassion more than is just capable of seeing on my own. And we trust, finally, in the promises of God's love. Thanks be to God.